0: Hi, I'm Fiona.
1: And I'm Mark.
0: This is Rainbow Drops. It's a podcast that not even I listen to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> why, why don't you listen to it?
0: I oh, know, it's just that it downloaded on my phone the other day and I just deleted it
1: immediately. <laughs> right. Thought, <laughs> l- less of that shit.
0: Exactly. Cat's doing acrobatics through the door. It's like a tiny little gap for her to get in and out of but she just keeps diving around it. It's great.
1: It is great. So what's Rainbow Drops all about, Fiona?
0: <laughs> I'm still Sharp. Sure, still trying to figure that out.
1: Okay. It's um, Maybe that's because you've not listened to it. <laughs> it's
0: true. It's categorized under gaming, but it's not it's not really, is it?
1: Well, maybe we should talk about some games. To justify the category.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I just spent the past three days playing on my new shiny Wii U that I've finally got.
1: A Nintendo Wii U? Why are you talking like that? Oh, no, do This <laughs> is my podcast voice. <laughs> you shouldn't
0: have a podcast voice. <laughs> well, yeah, tell, tell us all about this Wii U. Um, it's black. It cost me way too much money. I think I could have got it cheaper, but I'm impatient.
1: What did you... Uh, did you go for the Ultimate Edition?
0: There's only two.
1: There's, yeah, there's a, there's a basic yeah, version. Yeah, there's, there's one
0: that's not worth buying. And a premium. I and as then as well. there's the black one.
1: Oh, you can only get the the premium one in black?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think it's like the white one's the basic one.
1: It's because it's for the hardcore gamers. <laughs> no, that's actually. Who like, like everything in black.
0: I'm really glad that the, the premium one's not white. I'm so sick of that white colour garbage. I'm glad it's finally gone away.
1: Yeah. I mean, I really don't care what colour my console is, to be honest. Yeah,
0: it's weird, like, almost all the. like, half of them are black, of the consoles in this room. And then half of them are, like, off-white.
1: I should point out that Fiona has, like, every console here. I don't. More or less. Um, Probably most of them, right?
0: Most of the major ones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any new ones apart from the Wii U, because they're not worth buying. Probably ever.
1: So you're not going to get a PS4?
0: No. I've got a PS3, and I don't think I've played anything on it apart from Dynasty Warriors.
1: Have... I thought you wanted to play Little Big Planet. I thought that was a big appeal. No, I don't give a shit
0: about that. Really? The Journey I care about, but I played that elsewhere.
1: Because I remember really wanted to play Little Big Planet, and I almost got myself a PS3 just to play that. It's not worth it. No, maybe not. Well, that's why I didn't get one in the end.
0: Yeah. Have you ever tried to play it? It plays horribly.
1: Does it? Yeah. I don't know, I just like the appeal of it. It's kind of creative and fun. And, I don't know, it just seemed a bit different from all of the regular kind of genres.
0: It's like Disney Infinity but plays terribly.
1: Okay. I mean, to be fair, it came out long before <laughs> Disney Infinity. I'm <laughs> saying
0: it didn't. I'm saying Disney Infinity is probably what you should get instead.
1: Disney Infinity is the thing with the, the toys that you collect, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's Disney Skylanders.
1: Yeah, so you buy these, like, what? £10 figurines. At least. Then you justify that purchase by making it appear on your television. Mm-hmm. That's basically the gist of it, I think.
0: Don't tell me you're not gonna buy shit
1: tons of amiibos. I I looked at them. And they're nicely made. Some of them. <laughs> but my god they're expensive. Okay, I like the idea of being able to scan it on on the controller and then have that character appear in Smash Bros. or whatever. And then you can fight them and they learn and they get better over time. And wasn't there a, didn't someone have a tournament and they entered their amiibo Is that and true? it and it won?
0: Is that true? I've never never heard of that.
1: No, I'm sure there was a story where somebody had an amiibo and it was kind of competing with like the best, the best Smash Brothers players.
0: (laughs) I like the idea of like someone going into a tournament, but like having the amiibo up their up their sleeve, (laughs) just just kind of resting their arm on the side (laughs) of the gamepad, playing. Yeah, it's totally playing, totally winning.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's. uh, I, I guess they have to watch out for that. Check everyone's sleeves before they start. Yeah, all the pros are using that tablet. <laughs> <laughs> they may do. Oh, no. They're using the Pro Controller. Yeah, exactly. Nah, no, they're using... Because it's made for the no, pros. they're
0: using GameCube pads.
1: Really? Yeah. You reckon?
0: No, not I reckon. Of course they are. Uh, no, because I, I think the Pro
1: Controller's pretty good. I mean... The,
0: so <laughs> you think it's better than the GameCube pad? The Pro Controller oh, has all the, the same
1: buttons as the big Etch-A-Sketch pad that the Wii U comes with. But it's like a regular controller.
0: Well, all these people have spent their entire lives playing Melee.
1: Right. So they're just used to the GameCube controller. And
0: it's the best controller. So I don't begrudge them that at all.
1: I do like the GameCube controller because I like like the shape of it. And I like the way that the buttons are all different sizes and colours, so you can kind of feel which one's which. Instead of these, like, four... Buttons in a diamond that mm. every other controller has.
0: It's nice, Nintendo, to continue doing that throughout all of... Oh, wait.
1: Yeah, they've abandoned oh, that. Right. Oh, no. yeah,
0: no. It was... It's too good of an idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. it I mean, it was a good idea. I don't know why they didn't stick with it. Because they're idiots. Just come back to the whole SNES pad thing. Rewind 20 years.
0: It's worse than that, though. Because the SNES pad, at least in... Is it um Europe and Japan the face buttons there's like two that are inset and two that are like not like like these concave shaped ones and convex shaped oh really buttons not in america because they're too stupid
1: on the super nintendo part? yeah no way
0: and so even back then they had slight differences
1: yeah that seems really weird that they didn't they didn't keep that for the american version
0: yeah they also changed the color so on the european and japanese one it's all different colored buttons it's like yellow one and a blue one and a green one and a red one. And in America, they're just all purple. Just different shades of purple. Because
1: I don't know, maybe I'm just rubbish at games. But when when I'm playing a game, I, I always at some point press the wrong button because I lose where my thumb is. I think especially where when you've got a game that uses all four buttons, my thumb gets lost somehow. It doesn't know where it's at. It needs you It needs some familiar territory to kind of feel. And that's
0: what the GameCube pad did. Gave this, you familiar territory to feel. It, Somewhere <laughs> to stick your finger.
1: Yeah, or whatever a good version of that sentence would be. It had this big A button. I don't
0: think you're cut out for this podcasting shit. No, <laughs> I can't
1: talk good like other, other podcasters.
0: Like anyone not Mancunian.
1: It had this big A button. And a little small B button, so you knew which was, which was which. And then there was like a an X and a Y button, and they were both kind of kidney kidney bean shaped, and they were kind of round the edge. So you know, whichever button you were trying to press, you knew which one it was.
0: I actually don't care because I'm busy looking at a GIF of cats.
1: Yeah, you aren't
0: <laughs> looking at kissing GIFs.
1: So fascinated by the whole podcast thing.
0: No, I'm just... just Basically, we both just realised that our phones weren't on silent. <laughs> so I opened my phone to turn it onto silent mode. And then there's the kittens. we were all looking them stretching and stuff. Aww.
1: For anyone who can't see the kittens, um, I'll sh- they're pretty cute. I'll, sh-
0: I'll show the microphone.
1: <laughs> so what have you been playing on your Wii U?
0: Did you just put that voice on again?
1: Your Nintendo Wii U.
0: Um, I got Mario Kart with it because I, they didn't have the um, Wind Waker pack mm. in the shop. I got I'm, that one as well. And I'm impatient.
1: Yeah, I got the Mario Kart one.
0: The only time I've turned Mario Kart on is when you told me to, because I actually don't care about it.
1: The thing is, Mario Kart 8, which is what we're up to now, Fucking hell. it's it's still a good game.
0: I find it way more confusing than all the other Mario Karts. There's so much going on. It's, it's, like, it's like they're pretending it's Wipeout. There's no new F-Zero, so they just made Mario Kart instead. Are,
1: are you referring to the kind of anti-gravity thing? I
0: don't know. It, the way everything just twists and turns constantly. and
1: Because that is all they've added to it. Yeah, it but is it's, essentially exactly the same as the last Mario Kart game.
0: But it feels like you're way more out of control than in any other Mario Kart.
1: Yeah, but that's just the crazy game it is. It's more exciting that way, right?
0: No, not really. It's just weird. It's exa- I, I don't know where I am with it.
1: The, it's The game is exactly the same as... The previous game. I'm sure Mario POS
0: would fight you over
1: that. Which I think was the 3DS
0: version? Yeah. Mario Kart 7. That's when they started numbering. Mario Kart games.
1: 7. They, they don't even come up with catchy names now. Which is it's a shame. Just num- n- numerical names.
0: But at least with the catchy names, it's like they were trying to... Well, at least with Double Dash, like, come up with some way to... Well, Double Dash had, the difference. It had a
1: whole different way of playing, didn't it? You yeah. Had, you had two characters on each cart.
0: Did that really changed the rules.
1: It didn't, though, because all it meant is that you could hold two items. No, because they had different, they had a different special ability. Every character yeah, had a special ability. But
0: who really cares?
1: <laughs> and there was also a version where you, you could play with two people on the same cart. One person drove, and the other person did absolutely nothing.
0: nothing. We dropped a shell or a banana now Yeah, again. they pressed A to and launch they, a shell. And they begged to be switched to the front. Yeah.
1: Please can I drive now? Um, but Mario Kart 8 doesn't have any of that. It's just your regular old Mario Kart. But it's got this thing now where part of the track is kind of all topsy-turvy upside down, and the car kind of goes into Back to the Future DeLorean kind of hover car mode.
0: Like the Sonic racing game. Probably. That had, I don't know, I've not played it, but as far as I know, it has a feature where the cars kind of transform mm-hmm. to like a different shape. So I guess Nintendo took ideas from the Sonic racing games? Really? Yeah
1: that's just crazy it was wrong and this the, the anti-grav thing is the only kind of thing it adds is that it changes the mechanics of when you bump into another another player only if you bump into someone they kind of bounce off um but when you're in this anti-gravity mode uh, you kind of launch off each other and you both get a speed boost for hitting each other so for 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 a section of the track everyone plays bumper cars for a while because they all benefit from it.
0: Yeah, but I didn't even realise that until you told me. No. I just stayed away from everyone.
1: I don't think it's really explicitly explained.
0: So you get a speed boost and the other person gets speed boost, or just you?
1: No, you both get a speed boost.
0: Why would you ever do it? I don't know. This seems really dumb. Unless you're already going faster than them, and you're about to take over them, and you just kind of slide into the side of them. Mm.
1: Maybe. I I mean, maybe, maybe I'm just not enough of a pro player to really understand... How that changes the game?
0: I feel like they're really desperate for anything new.
1: I think I think they're desperately trying to not change it too much because it's it's already a winning formula. And the thing is, like I say, it's still a good game. Like they they've just given it a spit and polish. Basically, it's the same game as it ever was. But it's still it's still fun. It's
0: really pretty.
1: It is. It's very pretty, as, you, as you'd expect. Are, yeah. As you'd expect on their their latest console.
0: <clears throat> All Nintendo games are like that, though. Visually polished to a T.
1: So yeah, I, I've been playing Mario Kart Eight. Have you been playing it? No. So even though you got it.
0: Well, free. I, t- I turned it on because you made me turn it on. Yeah. And then I've never turned it on again. Got <laughs> more important games to play.
1: So it's not. Are you? Are you a Mario Kart fan?
0: I like DS.
1: The DS version. Yes. Yeah. Which one was that?
0: Mario Card DS. <laughs> Mario Kart DS,
1: of course.
0: I didn't play a 3DS one.
1: No, that was 7, as we've established. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> so what have you been playing?
0: Hyrule Warriors and Bayonetta 2. Bayonetta 2 is what I bought the fucking thing for.
1: <laughs> Bayonetta 2. Which so, I've been playing. For anyone who doesn't know, <laughs> Bayonetta is a game by... Platinum. Platinum? <laughs> I don't know why I started that sentence when I didn't know the end to it. It's a fighting... No, it's not a fighting game. Is a I always get this wrong. It's, it's like, a beat-em-up. It's a hack-and-slash beat-em-up. I, o- the diff- I always get the, the difference between a beat-em-up and a fighting game mixed up.
0: Fighting games are like one-on-one combat games. Like Street Fighter. Yeah, or, or Smash Brothers. And but beat-em-up a beat-em-up up is like where you're just going through rows of...
1: Like Streets F. of Rage yeah. and that kind of thing. I always get the two the wrong way round
0: for no reason because they both involve know, beating a mob completely and different. fighting. They're completely different from each other. That's I know they're different from each other. Do you call first person shooters shoot like shmup shoot games. shooters? Yeah, you, but, call, but, them, you but,
1: call them shmups. Yeah, but that makes total sense because you do a lot of shooting.
0: Yeah, but they're not they're not shmup games.
1: I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess not. <laughs> they're, 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 they're ambiguous. That's the problem. It should be one-on-one fighting games. Or one-on-ones, for sure. Call of Duty is a mostly horizontal shooter. Who's, you could call them. Tri- triple O's. <laughs> one-on-ones. And Streets of Rage clones, I don't
0: know. <laughs> they do get called... Well, or at least they did do for a while. The same way first-person shooters were Doom clones. Yeah. And then they were Quake clones. I saw a fascinating... Anyone who thing... doesn't know, Doom is a <laughs> game way... <laughs> I-, I saw this really interesting graph once where they like mapped all the usage of the phrase Doom clone on Usenet. The the usage of it went up was obviously loads for mm-hmm. a long time and then when Quake came out it started to drop off and then Quake clone started getting used. Mm-hmm. And then for a while that's how drop off and First Firstbird shoot started being used. Yeah,
1: eventually it becomes so common to rip off Doom that it becomes its own genre. Like that's... MOBA. Yeah, I mean that's how that's how genres seem to be created in, in video games. You have this one influential game that creates a new way of playing, and then everybody basically makes a, their own skinning of that formula, don't they? That seems to be how it works.
0: So yeah, I've been playing Bayonetta too.
1: So it's a, a game where you beat up angels.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the, st- this, the beat story. The story is angels incomprehensible. In fact... The st- and
1: your hair turns into a dragon sometimes. No,
0: and you wear your hair. Your clothes is your hair.
1: Yeah. You're this hyper Yeah, you play this kind of, I don't know, like, leather fetish um, mm-hmm. kind of woman. Mm-hmm. Lots of people have pointed out how sexist it is. I don't mind it. But then a lot of other people have claimed that it's a kind of female power fantasy.
0: I kind of feel like that when I play it. When I play it, it's like, I just, I don't know, I want to be Bayonetta, not I want Bayonetta. It's so different.
1: I think the the distinction must be very subtle. It is. Because I don't think I'm able to recognise that distinction.
0: I think a lot of the way the sexual imagery is used is she uses her sexuality as a weapon, like for herself rather than for other people.
1: But the fact that she's a fictional character in a video game, being portrayed for the benefit of um, male gamers, I guess, and me, <laughs> and gamers who like to see women in little clothing, that that kind of suggests that she's being objectified, and
0: but she's not being objectified.
1: Well, what 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 makes that different to say the way Lara Croft was marketed in the nineties?
0: That's different because the way she wasn't, (laughs) when Lara, when Tomb Raider came out, Mm -hmm. Lara Croft as her sexuality wasn't used initially. It was just, it it just wasn't there. It just didn't exist. So then when the marketers eventually took that and used that purely on its own with nothing else around it, that's all it was. That's how they corrupted
1: it. So the the difference is that they, they took they took one element of a game uh, that, wasn't even that wasn't even the there. main focus of the it game it wasn't
0: even there
1: yeah and they made that into a way to sell the game
0: yeah they exploited something that yeah. was well, that should have been unexploitable but managed to do it anyway
1: but is there not an argument to say that that what they kind of inadvertently discovered there became something that was then deliberately put into games to make mm-hmm. them sell more
0: I think that's true, and but with Bayonetta, I've always felt like it straddles this fine line between mm. between parody and and not. I f- I find it I find it almost making fun of it. Yeah, the imagery is so over the top and so dumb. Especially in two, it's way worse in two than it is in one. <laughs> but it's doing it on purpose, clearly.
1: Oh, it's it's definitely self aware, but. Does that does that justify it?
0: I think so. The joke isn't at the character's expense, which is quite important.
1: Hmm. In in what way?
0: The character's often doing it herself, and she's making her own jokes about it. And r- rather than it just being a thing, like I say, everything that she does and all that kind of stuff is for her benefit, not for the players. Mm. And I don't know. It just feels different when playing it.
1: Interesting. I didn't actually. I mean, I watched you play through Bayonetta. I didn't actually play myself. So, how how does it play?
0: Bayonetta two or Bayonetta one?
1: E- well, both. How do they compare?
0: Um, Bayonetta two is more Bayonetta one.
1: Right, more. Which of the is same. A, It's quite. A, a, it isn't a bad thing. No,
0: it's a. It's a compliment. It's by the highest compliment I could pay it. Mm-hmm. But it really is. Like I don't think they've added anything.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Except they've just, like, (laughs) dialed it up a bit more. There's just more mental shit happening. Things are just going at breakneck speed.
1: Right. Fans of this game will enjoy that.
0: It's really interesting, though, because it does this same thing where it goes at a million miles an hour for Mm. about half an hour or something. And your face is just being blasted (laughs) off while you're playing it. But then suddenly it just stops, and then you're, like, walking around... Um, oh, right. Like trying to find the next area, which the first game did quite a lot. Mm. It had these like little gaps between, between major parts of the game. And then we just kick you right back into it again. <laughs> just gives you a breather. It's really well paced.
1: Yeah, just, I guess that's, that's good pacing. I just guess. at the
0: point where you're starting to get, to feel a bit overwhelmed by it all. Shush. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so, uh, all of the combo system and everything like that is, is the same. <laughs> it's the same combos. Yeah, yeah. Because I that I've heard like a lot of praise about that. Like as as kind of, beat-ups go. Well,
0: it's what made Bayonetta one so great. Yeah. Compared to pretty much everything else in the genre ever. Right. It, it, there's just quite a lot to the combo system. It's very elegant. I mean, you can watch videos of people who really know what they're doing, hmm. and it's just unbelievable. It's like ballet, <laughs> Bayonetta ballet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've always imagined that that's what that kind of combo system is is there for. It's for the benefit of people who want to kind of string these long combos together and, and kind of weave mm. out this magical dance of destruction.
0: But you can just keep hitting the same button over you and over again. You can just mash the button over hit and over, R now which and again. is exactly
1: what I do when I play this kind of game.
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of that kind of game, I've been playing Hyrule Warriors as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of it's button the, mashing. Other
0: yeah. reason I bought the game I bought the console.
1: So what, what is Hyrule Warriors? It's Dynasty Warriors with Zelda. Dynasty Warriors with Zelda. Mm-hmm. See that sounds uh, that sounds interesting. You've played Dynasty Warriors and I haven't. I've I've watched people. You've watched play it. It, yeah. And from what I can make out, it's a game where you run around and you kill Thousands upon thousands of, of grunts. Poor
0: Chinese citizens. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um and kind of single handedly sway the outcome of huge battles. Just like real life. In in the in like, I don't know, feudal Japan, I guess.
0: No, it's ancient China. Ancient
1: China. My mistake. In the
0: Romance of Three Kingdoms era.
1: Um and you do this by doing ridiculous combos and attacks and things. Yep. T- totally historically accurate, I imagine.
0: And neither's romance of three kingdoms, there.
1: Right. So Hyrule Warriors is the same, but in the um, Link Zelda universe. Yeah. Link slash Zelda. <laughs>
0: Princess Link. <laughs>
1: i so, 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 so I'm so kind of deliberately trying to avoid. Calling Link Zelda and vice versa, that I'm now calling it the Link series.
0: So you spend a lot of the game going around as Zelda, attacking things with your sword, getting the Master Sword. Imagine
1: if Zelda was a girl.
0: <laughs> Imagine if Samus was. <laughs> People still call Samus Sheamus.
1: Seamus Aaron. <laughs> Famous. Bounty Famous hunter. Irish bounty hunter. <laughs> Oh, did you see the um? Did you see the amiibo? The the mismanufactured amiibo. Yeah, with two cannons, two gun arms <laughs> instead of one gun arm I and want a regular arm. That
0: should be a mode in Metroid Prime.
1: You see, just get two gun arms. That would be an incredibly powerful thing to have. You, but you difficult <laughs> to eat, or kind of do anything. You could never
0: push a button ever again. No, you could
1: blow the button off. You just have to use lifts once and once only, I guess. I'll open this door by shooting the door panel. I wonder if
0: that affects, like, the morph ball mechanism.
1: That's the thing where she curls up into a ball. Is there an
0: in-universe explanation for why she curls up
1: like that? Um, I think that she is Sonic the Hedgehog's mother.
0: I heard once that there's an in-universe explanation for the Transformers, and that they all have, like, a very tiny black hole... And all of their arms and stuff retract into this black hole. Whoa. <laughs> this is true.
1: Are we talking about the robots <laughs> the- in disguise? Yes. Yeah. No, their arms become bits of car and helicopter Some and things. Some of it does.
0: What's, What's this pl- black hole stuff Some all about? Some of it does, but there's plenty of it that doesn't. What about the one that turns into a little gun? What? How, how does that work? 'Cause there's a little black hole. Who's
1: using the gun though?
0: One of one of the other Transformers do. You know when they all turn into
1: the Megazord? <laughs> That's whoa, mind blown.
0: Do they do that in Transformers?
1: Do they Megazord? I, I think you're thinking of Power Rangers. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know that they're in Power Rangers, but do they do it in Transformers as well? Probably.
1: <laughs> they probably did. This sounds like a thing they would do.
0: Joe so there's like thirty seasons of Power Rangers.
1: Really, yeah. 30? And
0: you know the one we got, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, is like the seventh or something.
1: I knew that it was, it was basically based on a, a Japanese no, show. No, it's, it's not based on Japanese show. Well, the, the, they used all of the footage yeah. of of the Power Rangers themselves in the suits. Yeah, a, and all of the kind of model apart from the and live
0: things. action stuff when they've got helmets off. Yeah,
1: but it's like they basically just took that and made them into completely different stories. Because I think, from what I remember, I think they did the same thing with the Magic Roundabout. No. Yeah, so the, the the children's program with the roundabout and the the stop motion uh, crazy toys and things.
0: What do you mean they did magic roundabout? So,
1: f- from what I think I read one time, it was a a French program. The people who were supposed to be tran- uh, translating it couldn't. And so what, they, just,
0: they didn't know the original language? Presumably,
1: they just didn't speak French, and so they just took the footage and made up their own stories about what was happening on, on the screen. That's not true, is it? I'm pretty sure I read that on the internet, so it must be true. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, yeah, I imagine none of those stories were anything like what they were supposed to be. They probably would have done the same with Pingu as well, had there been voices in Pingu. Wah, wah. But I think they just left it as it was. Completely incomprehensible.
0: I used to know one of the animators for for Pingu because I think it was something like ITV or BBC or someone like that bought the rights to Pingu and then oh. made new Pingu episodes. No oh, right. And I used to know one of the stop motion animators for it. No way. Yeah.
1: Did they enjoy working with Pingu? Wah, wah. That answers that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's pop this conversation start. Uh, Magic Roundabout Transformers Black Holes Power Rangers
0: (laughs) How did you do that?
1: (laughs) I just I record the stack in my head
0: Right So yeah there's like the one we got in the first place is like the seventh series or something Mm. and it's been going along for a long time in Japan and has continued going and there's like a new series every year so there's like 30 series Did you know there's a train one?
1: 30 series? How many episodes per series?
0: I've no idea Two no
1: they're like <laughs> know. 30
0: series that's ridiculous
1: friends only went for 10
0: series but, but more importantly there's a train one where all of the robots that they turn into turn into like diesel trains <laughs> and like electric like a maglev train and stuff like that and then they all kind of turn into a big robot where the legs and the arms are just made of trains <laughs> That sounds awesome. It's <laughs> the most bizarre thing you've
1: ever seen. So, were, were these, like, did they have, like, special additional Power Rangers? Who were the train Power Rangers?
0: Well, they have a different team with every series.
1: Oh, so the whole series was about trains? Yeah,
0: this is the train one. Oh, Because okay. if you remember, the one we got, that's the Power Rangers series where they're all dinosaurs. Oh! Each series has a theme. Oh, that's why they're dinosaurs. That's why they're dinosaurs. Yeah, because that's the theme they ended up with in like series seven or whatever it is. No Actually, way, I know it's seven,
1: But yeah, it's suddenly everything falls into place. <laughs> yeah, that's why inexplicably
0: there's a triceratops one and <laughs> and there's a T-Rex as well. Pterodactyl.
1: No way. That wow. I I feel enlightened.
0: Guy, worthless shit. Power Rangers was
1: awesome. Apparently, no, it really wasn't. Apparently, the Pink Ranger in the Japanese version was a guy. Cool. How about that? I like that. I
0: know. Is the Yellow Ranger Asian as well in the Japanese one?
1: <laughs> yes, the Yellow Ranger was Asian, and the Black Ranger was a black guy. That's, that's they shouldn't. They shouldn't do that. Did they do it on
0: purpose? Do you think?
1: I hope not. I really oh, hope seem, not. Oh, it seems really like they did do. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that. Anyway, what were we talking about before Power Rangers? High <laughs> rule warriors. How so... do I get onto top? Ta- <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? It's you. It's you. You will not stay on topic. You refuse to.
0: It's a hallmark. It's a tradition. No. That was a whole
1: mark. Uh, uh, wow! Hyrule Warriors, yeah. Link and Zelda, and all of your other characters from the Link, the Link series, <laughs> well, are all here but, fighting the hordes.
0: Well, they're not though, because there's like there's like about four characters from the Zelda universe in there. There's like a there's a, a Goron, I guess. Yeah, there's. Um, there's all
1: the characters you'd expect
0: I don't know though I don't think there is. I think there's only like a handful there's, there's a lot more, and the real problem is with that is they invented like about four or five new characters okay for the game unnecessarily where there's plenty of other characters that they could have aped
1: from the series Well they do seem to they seem to have shoehorned in every other character. And you can tell which
0: character is invented for the game as well. So it's the one that looks like a really detailed anime character. Yeah, they look
1: like, physically different. Yeah. To the other characters. It's
0: like they made them for a different game.
1: Maybe they did. I
0: wonder if they did. I wonder if they started for making...
1: The, the Dynasty Warriors game that they were going to make.
0: Yeah, well, well, Dynasty Warriors isn't the only game like Dynasty Warriors. There's um, Samurai Warriors as well.
1: Is that by the same people?
0: Yeah, it is. And that's all like in Japan. And then there's um there's another game anyway where they like kind of combine the two universes.
1: Uh, like a crossover thing.
0: Mm. I wonder if they'll do that with Hyrule Warriors. Probably. <laughs> that yeah. they'll combine all three universes. You <laughs> get CMU fighting against Link. That'd be great.
1: <laughs> so there are lots of combos and things that you're supposed to do.
0: Yeah, but you don't really. Well,
1: I, I definitely don't, because I don't know what I'm doing, so... But it isn't
0: really like Bayonetta, where with Bayonetta the different combos change, like, where you are and what you're fight- attacking and stuff like that. It's usually just, you're just hitting the same bit, but with a different animation, mm. which is different from how Bayonetta
1: works. Its combo system is
0: important.
1: Yeah, because the attacks are mechanically different. Yeah, the attacks different. are
0: mechanically different, but they're not in Hyrule War Warriors. Oh, so it's
1: all kind of visual.
0: Which is what I expect, anyway, because it's the same as Dynasty Warriors.
1: I mean, when I'm playing it, it does seem to be a case of running around, mashing the button, and killing lots of people, and generally not ever taking a scratch yourself.
0: Well, the important part is the large map, and you're going... Yeah, so it's a kind of strategic map. Yeah. With I mean, armies marching around. The thing, the thing about Dennis Warriors is it's really nice and it feels satisfying to run around, take bases, taking little outposts and just like slowly fighting the enemy army and seeing all the red on the map slowly turn to blue. Mm. It's really satisfying in the same way like a, a campaign map is for RTS games and stuff like that. Yeah. But I've always felt like they really missed a trick with the game. And I've always felt this with Dinnest Warriors, in that there is no strategic part to it. It's never you decide to attack one bit, or attack another bit, or do this, that, and the other. It's always, that's your objective, go go to take over that well, one. Well,
1: it seems to kind of, it alerts you when someone's going to take over an area. So it's not really strategic, it's a case of running over to the point mm-hmm. where they're they're taking over next.
0: There is no strategy. It's kind of it.
1: plate spinning, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's a bit plate-spinny.
1: Plate-spinny the game. Plate-spinny the game. Um, But, yeah, pretty cool. I think the story kind of drives it. The story is pointless.
0: It <laughs> really is. Yes. It's like, oh, here's an, here's an evil character that shows up. And I know they're going to hurt everybody and take over the world. We better come with some contrived reason why we can visit three different Zelda games. And put three different Zelda game characters in the game. Then just do stuff. I don't even know what... There's no justification for it. Well,
1: yeah, I mean... And then there's a Ganondorf. Nobody really cares, though. As long as all the characters are there.
0: Who cares? Midna's really bad.
1: Midna is the character from... The Twilight Princess?
0: Yeah. And obviously, unlike everyone else, she's not a walking humanoid with a sword.
1: She's, she's a fl- kind of imp demon thing. Yeah,
0: so she's got a big hand attack and she's got um wolf link that shows up a lot with all her attacks. Oh, right. But she's really bad. She hardly does anything. I don't know. It's, it's, it looks impressive and she grabs people with her hand and stuff, but just you know, it's, oh, I don't know. It's just really bad. <laughs> like I tried it and I just immediately went back to someone else.
1: Well, there might be a trick to playing that that particular character.
0: I doubt it. Because the trick to playing all the characters is hitting the Y button over and over again.
1: Well, maybe you're just not a pro player. <laughs> if you were using the pro controller, <sighs> then it'd be a different story. Can't
0: play that in bed.
1: Yeah, so this is that's one of the that's one of the appeals of the Wii U for you, isn't it? That because you can play all of the games on on the controller screen. I
0: don't know if that's true. Because the game seem to have to be made specifically for it. So uh, we, it's not so all of them. With Bayonetta, Bayonetta just shows the screen on the tablet at the same time. Mm. But with Higher Warriors, you have to switch to the bottom screen by pressing a button, and normally it shows information on the bottom screen. Yeah. And I suspect that for a lot of games, they may use the bottom screen in addition to the top to the main yeah, screen. Yeah, there,
1: there are definitely games where you have to use both. So you couldn't, you couldn't. Play those only on the controller. Like
0: in Mario Kart, where the entire tablet is a big horn button, which is really good use you of You can that.
1: definitely play Mario without, yeah. They only use the the controller screen to have a giant button on it. It's
0: a big button. I remember one time I read that um, they came up with loads of really dumb concepts for the Wii controller before they eventually settled on the Wii remote. And one of the, the con- stick, yeah, waggle stick. One of the concepts that they had, because I, I, there was, it was some like thing that Nintendo released, which just had like pictures of ones that they have made, and one just looked like a giant button that was just shaped like a star, just, like <laughs> one big button.
1: Wow. Well, that would have been interesting. Just a controller with one button on it. And in
0: my account, it did is honk the horn. <laughs> he just watched it otherwise.
1: Yeah, you'd have to limit all of your games to things like um, Crossy Road and... Uh,
0: no, you can't even play Crossy Road.
1: Flappy Bird.
0: You need to you need to move left and right on Crossy Road.
1: Uh, Crossy Road is a, a Frogger clone. It's an
0: endless Frogger game.
1: Endless Frogger game. That and makes it all the more appealing. The
0: motherfuckers just added 20 new characters to it, just as I've almost got all the characters.
1: You have to unlock all of these characters, don't you? Well, you don't have to. But...
0: Well, you do have to. Every six hours, your phone goes beep-beep, and then you look at it and it's like, you got a free gift in Cross Your Phone. So you're like, yay! You open it up and you get coins, and you use the coins to pay for characters. See, I,
1: the idea of a, of a, a frog clone that alerts you every so often <laughs> to play it more, that doesn't <coughs> appeal to me.
0: It's adorable. Yeah. I really like Crossy Road. <laughs> Basically if I don't have my DS on me or I'm waiting for something like if I'm waiting for the kettle to boil mm. just it's automatic almost now. Yeah. Like when I pull out my phone, I don't pull out my phone to check text messages or look at Twitter or something.
1: You've been conditioned to I, play I it. I pull
0: it out to play Crossy Road. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it it's pretty cute, I have to say. They've put a lot of graphical and audio touches into it. It, make it quite a, quite a nice the
0: it's, it's surprising the way every time not every time but for a significant number of the characters you unlock it adds and changes lots of things about it visually mm. which is really neat
1: mm. but it, it it is it's unashamably freemium <laughs> no isn't it's it?
0: not no no it's I, a f- I no. disagree on that one no it's a good business model
1: see it every so often it says here's your free character
0: no, it doesn't. Every so often it says, here's some coins. Yeah. Right, and then you use the coins.
1: So you're kind of to... drip-fed these characters, and then you think, oh, well, I'll collect all of these. Mm-hmm. And then occasionally when you, when you die, it says, do you want this character for 89 pence? And yeah. you're, you're very tempted to, to buy what is essentially just a voxel model. That will appear on the screen.
0: Yeah, but it's not like there's any benefit for getting it other than your own. Like, like, like it's not like it gives you a plus in the game. It's not like they're locking off huge swathes of the content.
1: It's not play to win, but it's still. It's
0: not, it's not like you have to unlock. It's like if it got to a hundred, if you got, if you got to a hundred points and then the thing turned around and said, oh no, now you need to buy more to do to the next hundred then it would be a problem. Or if it was like you buy coins because the coins are like when you go to get a character, it's random which one you unlock. But if you bought coins and then you unlock a random character, then it would be a problem. But it's not. It's you Mm. pay a small amount of money. You get this tiny little thing that has no major bearing on how the game plays. It's fair. It's a really good model. It's not freemium in the same way that freemium normally is.
1: There's also a way that you, you can earn coins by watching adverts as well.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird. That's just a thing that's just there. You can press a button and have an advert on for 20 seconds and then you get some coins. Mm. It's pointless. I mean, it must work. I felt like Uh. they, I feel like they tried almost everything, um, that wasn't, that they didn't feel was unfair. And it's not unfair to give people the option to watch an advert. What is unfair, which a lot of games will do, is give you an advert. You then must watch it to continue playing. It doesn't do that. It obviously says, fancy watching an advert for 20 minutes?
1: Yeah, I guess so. It's fair. Well, I think, I think being forced to watch an advert is something that people are more used to. With Why? television and things like that.
0: That's dumb, though. Mm. People should get used to optionally doing stuff like that.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean I think I think I wouldn't mind all of this if if I enjoyed playing the game. Basically I think that's what it comes down to and I I don't enjoy playing it because I think as a frog a clone its control scheme is flawed.
0: It's fine
1: because you you tap anywhere on the screen to jump forwards. But then to avoid stuff you have to jump sideways and backwards sometimes. If you're jumping backwards, you're pretty much fucked. But to do that, you have to swipe. And that, that is not, swiping is, is not something that you can, you can do quickly. You know, when you're, you're trying to do, you're trying to react quickly to avoid being run over in the nick of time. A swiping motion is not something you can, you can do quickly, I don't think.
0: You're playing it wrong. (laughs) Because you never swipe. When you're in the middle of the road, because you are knackered. You basically have to wait. But if you were playing Frogger, you would totally do that. It's Crossy Road, not Frogger. <sighs> yeah,
1: but. I just, I think if you had different controls, it would be better. Like, if you, if you tapped in the direction you wanted to go.
0: No, that'd be awful. Because the thing about it, you'd be able to type anywhere on the screen, is you can play it like really. Lazily? Yeah, like lazily. So, there, I do now wake up in the morning, half asleep. My eyes bleary, kind of half awake. This is true. I'm just like going, <laughs> cross road.
1: Yeah, but then, then when you're hopping across the road and there's a tree in your way, what do you do? Trees don't grow in the middle of roads. No, they grow on the, on the, the middle, what do you call well, it? Well, there's the not. Central reservation.
0: The way they've, um, the way they've generated the roads is quite clever. So there's usually always a gap through the very centre of the road. You can always jump from one side of the road to the
1: other. Without having to sidestep. Not always. Yeah. No, I I think you have to go sideways sometimes. Hardly ever.
0: (laughs) Never when you're in the middle of roads.
1: But then why, why have it so that you can go sideways at all then?
0: Because there's sometimes where you're swiping sideways to pick up coins and stuff. Or when you come up to a river, you swipe sideways to get to the right point you want to get to to the other side.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, the the logs and things like that. You have to be
0: able to jump down the logs and things. No, you never do that to time it right. No, you 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 play you it. Nev-
1: you never do it because it has terrible controls. No,
0: you never do yes. it. You don't need to. Oh, uh,
1: I just think it's it could be it could be better.
0: No, it's great. One thing is a cross-array controller, it just has three buttons on it.
1: Six out of ten.
0: So now after shitting all over Crossy Road, you now have to justify the reason why you play Clash of Clans. A freemium hell game. It, it, yeah. It's as Clash bad as Dungeon Keeper Clash of Clans
1: is a freemium pay-to-win thing. People only play it because they have an infinite marketing budget. There's even adverts on TV now.
0: And yet you play it. Yeah. You shit on Crossy Road for its for its payment model which is great and fair and fine and then on the other side you play a game like that
1: I, i'm not gonna say that clash of clans is a is a good game because it's not
0: well, why do you play it then
1: i play it because i'm i'm hooked on it and it's it's not a good game and
0: why don't you just smoke instead <laughs> it's pretty cheap on the clash but of clans it, if
1: i was smoking it would be the same reasoning i started playing it playing the cigarette. And now I'm hooked, and it's hard to quit. The only winning move is not to play. And I know it's bad for me, and cost me money. But yeah. Clash of Clans, it's alright. I mean, it's a kind of strategy game where you send armies out and you destroy each other's towns and things. Ultimately, I guess it's just a way for people to make money. Because unless you have the patience of a saint, you have to fork over some cash to make things... Happen faster. And whenever your network connection drops out, it restarts itself.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Why? And
1: there've been times when I've I've lost kind of I've lost units and things like that. The troops that I've trained up because my my connections dropped out.
0: Do you know what game doesn't do that?
1: Crossy road. You
0: never lose your character or any coins when the internet drops out. But you can play it without the internet.
1: The thing is though, in Clash of Clans. You can move sideways adequately. You can in crash. So that's all you need to know.
0: I think I win this argument.
1: Clash of Clans is, is uh, it's it's nice to look at as well. The graphics are nice.
0: Things. So it's Crossy Road. It's gorgeous.
1: See, I, I I don't think it is. I can't I can't help but be cynical about Crossy Road's chosen art style because it has these kind of what would you call them voxel model type things, these kind Are of...
0: They're kind of masquerading as models. Yeah, de- deliberately
1: really. blocky um, 3D models to look kind of retro, it's, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's not like Frogger.
1: Carefully chosen aesthetic or easiest thing to knock together? You decide. I'm
0: not going to begrudge a guy who isn't an artist. No, no. He's chosen an aesthetic that
1: he can use. I kind of object when I'm paying 89 pence to unlock...
0: Well, you're not. You don't have ...a to. cube with eyes. Well, one of the characters is a flea, which is just a cube.
1: <laughs> so not even the eyes. That was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, flea's great. I unlocked flea the other day. i am really happy.
1: I mean, if 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 Crossy Road had beautifully animated characters, I'd feel like I was getting my money's worth. they bounce.
0: <laughs> There's something really satisfying about saying... Crossy Road.
1: <laughs> well, it's just a, it's a pun on... It's a play on words of... of Flappy Bird. Flappy Bird, yeah.
0: Yeah. There should be a Crossy Road annual.
1: <laughs> like the Flappy Bird like annual. the Flappy Bird annual. I think we've said all we need to say about both of those two games. They're both freemium. They're both trying to make money. You know, I, I don't know what's wrong with just, just adverts in games. I'm happy yeah. to have an advert. Banner ad. A banner ad. It's fine, in not it? I mean there are there are games where they deliberately trick you into clicking the banner ad,
0: although we were at a um, apart from
1: those, I, I think that's a perfectly fine way to support the game.
0: We were at a talk recently where one of the statistics was that only fifty five percent of mobile devs use an in-game banner ad as their monetization. Source. which is surprising, because I think you see them all over the place. Not half of them, like most of them, I think. So, what are the rest using? Um, like in app purchasing mm. or forced watching adverts, which are different from right. from banner ads.
1: Yeah, yeah, interesting.
0: Or just purchasing the game from the store.
1: I think nobody nobody wants to put an upfront cost on their game, do they? Because there's so, especially in Android, the Android market, there are so many free games, quote unquote free games, um, that nobody wants to pay 99 pence well, to they've play they've taken game.
0: the word free away from the um, Google Play Store now.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Now it's get. Get. <laughs> yeah. You, what does that even mean?
0: You hit get. Why isn't it just download?
1: Yeah, exactly. Acquire. Acquire. <laughs> <laughs> Obtain. Receive. Input. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> what was wrong with Shareware? That's what I want to know. Like Shareware still exists now. Back it's called, in the day, oh, it's
0: called DLC. You
1: you downloaded the first episode of Doom for free, and you played it, and it was like nine levels, and you had a fun old time.
0: And then you pirated the rest of it from the dodgy <laughs> CD you got.
1: No, then you you bought the rest from ID Software.
0: hmm. You sent them. Twenty dollars through the post in a little envelope.
1: They sent you an envelope with some diskettes on it, (laughs) in it,
0: and the the hint
1: book. (laughs) Yeah, see that that was that worked. See why don't more games do that? Like the episodic model, where you get a chunk of game for free, no adverts, you just get it. But then you buy more levels episodes
0: because most of the games you're talking about don't rely on different levels they just rely on getting you to do the same thing over and over again so it can cost them very little to produce this very small vertical slice and then trick you into playing the same vertical slice that's all these Mm. freemium games are the vertical slices with nothing else expanding them well i guess i guess the
1: the most addictive games like crossy road and stuff like that are very very simple in their nature, you know. They're... I
0: like to think of them more as being pure.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think a game can be complex and pure. I think a game can have a lot of moving parts, but still be. Have still be refined, still have all of the kind of superfluous stuff taken out, and just have everything it needs to do what it does.
0: I don't understand what you mean. You just <laughs> said a game could have all the superfluous stuff and then have it all taken no, have, out.
1: Have all the super... have Have all of the superfluous stuff taken out, yeah. Like, it has already had the superfluous stuff taken out, and what is left could still be a complicated game, but still be... As refined as possible.
0: And I'm going to need an example of this bizarre oh, paradox yeah. you've invented in your brain. I have to put brain. my money where my mouth is yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: so dun, we, dun, dun, a game, that's, dun, dun, uh, Mario dun, Brothers. Dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. What do you mean? Mario Brothers is pure as you can get. It's got bouncing.
1: Yeah. So why does it have more than one level?
0: Because it gets harder. Yeah.
1: There's a lot going on in, in Super Mario Brothers. I don't know about that. You've got the mushrooms, you've got the fire flower, you've got the goombas, you've got the blocks you have to break, you've got swimming. Why have why have swimming? Why not just have levels where you jump? Well, why not just have one endless level that you keep jumping through? It shouldn't have swimming, in my opinion. <laughs> so it's not quite as pure as you'd like it to be?
0: No. The swimming bugs it down. Right. Don't you think? I've... It would be better without swimming levels.
1: I'm... I'm controversial as this may sound, I'm not a big fan of Super Mario Bros. There, I've said it. It's podcast. I've it. said <laughs> it. <laughs> I think it's just because I'm not very good at it.
0: No, you're definitely not. I've finished it.
1: I find it very frustrating.
0: Just flexing my video game muscles there.
1: <laughs> You've completed it.
0: Yeah. I have a picture somewhere proving it. It's a picture of me holding a NES controller with my middle finger pointed at the end screen. So I got really frustrated by it. It took me ages to finish.
1: That's, that's quite an achievement. I don't think I got to the second world.
0: What? could <laughs> did that blindfolded. What do you mean?
1: I guess I'm just bad at games, basically.
0: They had to jump on top of their game bus.
1: Oh, I... I thought you just ran at them as quickly as possible, and
0: <laughs> no, th- the the intro, like the uh, instruction screen, does that, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, supposedly, like the first screen of Super Mario Brothers explains everything you need to know about the game.
0: I think that's a load of rubbish.
1: All yeah. of the placement of the blocks. Oh, I and think it's rumors. I think
0: it's an accident that is. There's loads of stuff where people have analysed it. And decided that every single block and every single thing that's on that screen is there for a reason and designed to teach the player how to play it. Mm. And I think it's a complete coincidence because I don't think there's enough things to teach the player. So all the elements that are in Mario were always on screen. Yeah, I,
1: I think it. I think it's probably true to a degree. I don't think they thought about it that hard. I think it. I think just when you're designing an easy first screen, that's that's kind okay. of what happens. Plus, they don't explain everything either.
0: No, I know they don't.
1: Because they don't... Nothing... At no point are you taught how to run and jump. Oh, no, you're never taught how to run.
0: Doesn't show you what fire flowers are. Suddenly they appear you're like, now I'm white.
1: Yeah, what does this do? Yeah. Oh, I'm firing fireballs now. But I but, guess that's kind of self-explanatory. But no, I don't think at any point it teaches you how to hold the button down to run. Which you have to do to make the later jumps.
0: Well, I guess it doesn't tell you how to jump either. It su- I probably just assumes that people are just hitting buttons randomly and seeing what happens. Well, it,
1: it throws a Goomba at you that you have to jump on. It's like the first thing you do.
0: This is what I live with. <laughs> Not getting enough attention.
1: Yeah, but I mean, my- Super Mario Bros. Is a, is a classic. I can't really say anything bad about it.
0: So yeah, the Wii U... Tablet's pretty great. Is that what you call it?
1: I think it's just called the Wii U controller. Right. CM.
0: Feel like it should have a name.
1: The etcher sketch is what I tend to call it, on account of it's a big old etcher sketch.
0: So yeah, I like the way you can just switch your game to it. Although for the game well, that yeah. I played, we yeah. started to talk about that, didn't I we? So
1: so one of the one of the features that you really enjoy.
0: 'Cause I thought that the controller was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen when I first
1: saw it. Is that you can put you can play the game on the controller mm-hmm. as long as it's within Bluetooth range. So that means you can you can lie in bed and play Hyrule Warriors.
0: Which is exactly what I did this morning. Wow. I came downstairs the dream. made a cup of tea, walked back up with my pad. Wow. But there was a point where I wanted to switch the disc to bayonetta.
1: Oh no. I, yeah, exactly. God damn it, Nintendo! Still using physical media.
0: So instead, I just switched to the Game Boy Advance game <laughs> I downloaded. <didn't know>
1: <laughs> what were you playing on the on the emulator?
0: Um, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire pinball.
1: Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire pinball. Yeah, it's great. That implies that there was a pinball game for every generation of no, Pokemon. No, no, it's just
0: well, they made a pinball game for Gen two, I think. May have been Gen One. I don't know. I think it was Gen Two anyway. Okay. So then they made another one, probably with the intention of doing one with every generation. Yeah. And then probably found that hardly anyone likes pinball. Only no. weirdos like me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they probably realised that oh, you knock a ball around a bit. Pinball. There's only way more so much we can do that. with that. It's more complicated than that. Is it really? Yeah. Is it really more complicated than that?
0: Yeah. Of course it
1: is. How, how is it?
0: Pinball specifically, you usually have goals that you're trying to attain. Most pinball tables even have levels which people don't realise. It just looks like lots of flashing random things and points appear. Mm. No, these goals and levels and some pinball tables have backstories and everything. It's crazy. <laughs> when you actually when you actually know how a pinball table works, it's like this veil's lifted and suddenly it's way more interesting than you ever realised. They they're like physical video games. <sighs> What you need to do is you need to get Pinball Arcade, and all of those tell you the goal of the table and how you achieve it for each table, and you'll realise how complex they really are. Right. But in Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, Pinball, you catch Pokemon.
1: How does that work? You're you're firing a ball around a table. It's a Pokeball. Occasionally flipping it with the flippers. It's a
0: Pokeball.
1: Hitting mushrooms and bumpers. Mm Mm-hmm. Hitting lights and rollover targets.
0: And little Pokemon.
1: How does that equate to catching Pokemon?
0: You go into catch mode, and then there's a little silhouette of a Pokemon that appears, and then you uncover the silhouette of the Pokemon by hitting bumpers. And then when you've hit them all, and it reveals itself, then you bash it with your Pokeball for a bit, and then it goes inside the Pokemon, you catch it, and now it's your Pokemon. And then you can evolve it when you go into evolution mode... And you collect little power-up symbols and then it evolves.
1: So the the ball, the, the, the pinball is a, is a Pokeball.
0: You can upgrade that as well. So you can upgrade to a great ball, an Ultra ball, and a master ball.
1: That's, see, that's, I imagine that's where the idea started. I imagine they came up with that idea and then worked from there.
0: It's fine. I just like pinball a lot and it's a good pinball game. Why don't you get a
1: pinball table?
0: I haven't got the fucking room. Uh, yeah. Also, they cost thousands and thousands of pounds. Oh, uh, there is that, yeah. And they break really, really easily. Yeah,
1: that's another good reason.
0: <laughs> that's why you don't see them anymore.
1: I guess, yeah. I imagine there's so many moving parts that they break mechanically. Get
0: ridiculous. So I just play Digital Pinball instead.
1: I guess it's an expensive thing to collect.
0: But it's cool because the Wii U tablet, it feels like that should be how it's played because you hit the left D-pad to hit the left bumper, and the A button or is it B button of well, the, yeah, the far yeah. right so face button to hit the right. Your hands are right.
1: either side of a fairly large thing, aren't yeah. they? So that's more akin to to pinball to a pinball table with buttons on either side. Yeah, I am seeing that. Yeah. Why don't you get an even bigger controller with the buttons on the sides?
0: I might just do that.
1: Yeah. See, I I, I know where it's at.
0: You could use, like, the Wii Remote and Nunchuck if you could map it.
1: And then you just, like, hold Stretch it really out.
0: far apart.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, tape either side to a piece of wood.
0: Why did no one do that? Why did no one make a pinball game for the Wii that uses Nunchucks like that? And it would only work if you angled them like
1: that direction? I'm pretty sure people have made pinball controllers before for, like, the, the, the Genesis Mega Drive and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that's probably where they stayed.
1: <laughs> yeah. You could get those arcade sticks where it was like a a stick and three buttons, like like what you get in an arcade machine. There are
0: quite a lot of pinball games on the Genesis.
1: Sonic Spinball is one of the worst.
0: (laughs) I don't really consider that
1: a pinball game, it's a bit weird. (laughs) It's not a pinball game, and it's not a Sonic platformer either. It's
0: a bad pinball game. Its collisions are terrible. It's a bit weird, isn't it? I played this game once where I just picked like a random ROM and the title... I can't remember what it was called. No, it was something like Dragon Force or something. Okay. And the title screen just had, like, all these scary skulls and melting blood faces and stuff like that. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What have <laughs> I played? And then I hit start, and suddenly, flippers and a ball. It's <laughs> like, "Oh, like, it's, oh, it's a, it's a pinball game.
1: <laughs> yeah. And pinball tables are never... on the All the artwork is never, like, flippers and balls. It's like... Murdering someone in a haunted house, or spaceships, or something.
0: You are Captain Picard. Do
1: you think pinball? Do you think that like real pinball enthusiasts kind of get this matrix matrix vision where they they lose they they forget that it's a ball rolling around a table, and suddenly they are Captain Picard on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. No. <laughs> okay. So you, what you're saying is that pinball tables don't have the same level of immersion as video games? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're just not a pro pinball player.
0: Yeah, there's not many games that people get Matrix Vision for. Tetris is one of them.
1: There, there is a... I can't remember the name of it. But there's, a, there's an effect, isn't there, that's named after Tetris. Mm-hmm. Which is where people are affected by playing Tetris. In that they start dreaming about Tetris blocks... And they hallucinate them, I think. But in
0: particular, Tetris, where it comes to the Matrix vision, like Fake, people who are really good at it, like the pros, don't really see the field. They know what's on the field and are moving stuff into place and know what that makes. Yes. To the point where, um, for the really complicated Tetris games, the, um, arcade games, the Tetris Grandmaster, they call something like that. Mm. Um, Their final, final level is invisible. yeah. It
1: has an invisible mode that it goes into, where you can't see the blocks.
0: And, in fact, um, the first person outside of Japan to beat Grandmaster on on one of those, on, like, the the latest one of those games that Mm. happened this week, actually, live on stream, Kevin DDR is called. Right. And he's the first person outside of Japan to do it. And he's been playing the game (laughs) for, like... Nine years or something ridiculous. Yeah. And you can, and there's, you can watch the video on YouTube and stuff. And he's just playing it. And he's like, this is it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And then finally gets <laughs> it. And he just freaks the fuck <laughs> out. What well, wouldn't
1: you? I know. Probably not actually. It's not, well, it's well, not that great for <laughs> you. I
0: would. I would. <laughs> Touch is one of those iconic games. Imagine realizing that you are literally one of the best people on the planet at one of the most iconic video games ever. It must be pretty good.
1: Tetris, at least the original Tetris on the Game Boy, you can't win. Um, Can't you? No, nobody wins Tetris.
0: Can't you? You can
1: can postpone losing.
0: I don't know if it is infinite. Most Tetris games have a limit.
1: Do they? Yeah.
0: Uh... Sure about that. I don't know if the Game Boy one doesn't does or doesn't have a limit, but most of them do have limits.
1: What? So they just have a number of points that you reach,
0: number of lines that you clear.
1: Okay, and it just gets to that point and says, "Well done."
0: Yeah, and um, you gain points based on like how many tetrises you get and Uh, how many um, squares to land the screen, things like that.
1: Is that so that people actually stop playing and don't just play forever? I guess so. Because I can see how that would be a problem. The other game that immediately sprang to mind when you when I mentioned Matrix Vision um, was Dwarf Fortress. Yeah. Because that is a, um, for those of those who don't know, it's a, it's a, what would you call it? A kind of strategic building game, but it's entirely in ASCII art. So all, Unless you all get the, a tile pack. All of the things on the screen are represented mm-hmm. by letters and symbols and things
0: on purpose as well because it's not a technical limitation of the guy's engine or whatever because that those tiles are just are like graphical tiles all oh,
1: right he just drew characters
0: or yeah just put characters into a tile map so the graphics are there in like a little png that just has those in it so when people make tile maps for it all they're doing is replacing that file that's interesting just drawing over the um drawing over the characters
1: but this game just has um, symbols all over the screen. At some point, you you get a feel for what they all mean. I guess something clicks in your head, and it all it all kind of you're able to read it and understand what's happening, and not, not just be staring at a screen full of characters. Not
0: that you'd ever really want to get good at that game, anyway.
1: It's a an insanely complicated it's, game.
0: It's ruined beyond all recognition now. Because there was a point when it was just complex enough. For it to be a little bit impenetrable, but when you finally get there, Mm. it's kind of enjoyable to play. But now there's so much garbage busy work in the game, and that it's just completely impenetrable now, and it's now unfun. I think the point where it got really bad was where, before you could just farm things, Mm. and at some point, a year or two ago, they added irrigation. So you have to (laughs) redirect the course of rivers to farm things above land. And it's just like what the what is the point?
1: Yeah, I guess I guess when you add a certain level of simulation, yeah, it becomes too difficult to actually keep on top of it all. Yeah,
0: the simulation then becomes too complex to be fun, and that dwarf fortress has hit that point. No,
1: <laughs> it's an interesting game because I mean I I couldn't get into it. I I I just didn't I didn't understand it. It was it was way too complicated. It I also mean.
0: has an awful UI as well.
1: Um, but the thing about it is that. People who have played it and have got into it, they always have these amazing stories to tell about things that happened to them while they were playing the game.
0: Mm, that happened about like a fraction of the time from the total playtime.
1: I mean, like we're talking about a game where you have hundreds of dwarves occupying your your fortress, your underground fortress, going about their daily lives, and the level of simulation is such that when they go into combat, when they, they fight monsters and things. It's simulating each limb individually.
0: Not just limb. Like, individual eyes, individual ears. Yeah, their immune system as well, apparently. Yeah,
1: everything. It's insane. But it it means that from that, you get this emergent (coughs) behaviour.
0: I'd love to know what the code structures for that game look like. I'd want to see the dwarf class. The code for it.
1: Oh, apparently it's all in one big C file.
0: <laughs> no, uh,
1: that's what I heard. No, apparently
0: <laughs> that's not true, is it? I don't. I don't know. Oh god! <laughs> no way!
1: But yeah, you get you get this crazy emergent behavior. So these these ridiculous things happen. Like someone was telling me that there was an invasion in their fortress, and their female dwarves used their own babies as shields. <laughs> when they were fighting.
0: Just like real life. <laughs> I mean, what happened Yeah. I have no idea.
1: I have no idea.
0: Is it just that they can use anything with certain dimensions as shields and the babe was the first thing they saw? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know what aspects of the simulation, what mechanics of the game brought that about. I'm I prob- I'm probably told it completely wrong, but something like that happened, and things like that can happen in Dwarf Fortress.
0: Yeah, as far as I know, like all the items aren't that item; they have properties, so that allows that kind of emergent behavior.
1: Right, right. I love stuff like that.
0: Yeah, me too. Mm. But you can't really do them outside of a textual context. You can't I, I really visually represent it well.
1: I mean, you, you get you get emergent stuff happening in things like The Sims. Not really. Not to the same extent. Not
0: really. I think the only thing I can think of where you have graphical stuff where that happens is like Scribblenauts, for instance, where, oh, okay. where, where all the items in there have properties. And you can combine them in interesting ways. Yeah. But again, this is so simplistic that it just really has no real bearing on stuff.
1: Mm. Scribblenauts is a, a really interesting game because...
0: If you ever play Scribblenauts Unlimited...
1: No, no. It's the
0: first one where it's good.
1: So, Scribblenauts, for those of you who don't know, is... Um, that's becoming my catchphrase, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop saying that. Scribblenauts is a game where you can conjure items into existence in the game by writing them.
0: Yeah, you type.
1: Yeah, you, you type a word in. And most <laughs> words in the English language... Out ...in the game as an object that you can summon. Mm-hmm. Which is just mad.
0: So knots adds describing words.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So you don't just write the word car, you can write big red car.
1: And so then you don't just get a car.
0: You get a big red car.
1: You get a big red car.
0: And you can write things like, burning vicar. <laughs> and a vicar will appear that is burning. Etc.
1: That seems... At first you think, wow, that's neat. And then you think, how on earth have they done that? <laughs> yeah.
0: All of these words. It's actually surprising how much is in there as well.
1: That thousands upon thousands of them. It's clever. It's, it's mind-boggling.
0: Yeah, it's a hell of a task.
1: Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of pretty obscure stuff in there as well.
0: See, I thought that the other day when I was playing Bayonetta, where I realised everything that was going on screen, there was just a billion and one things happening at once and immaculately made the amount of pies had gone into it. And I sat there just in awe watching it and thinking, I do not know where to begin with the production of this. <laughs> if someone said make Bayonetta, don't know where I'd start. Hmm. It's just so dense. There's just too much going off. Do you think it's more of a production hassle to make Bayonetta or Scribblenauts?
1: I don't know. I mean, I suppose... I suppose with Scribblenauts it's just a case of getting getting the engine down and then just producing lots and lots yeah. of content it's using the handle same grinding,
0: formula. isn't it? Yeah. Yes,
1: yeah. But still, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's cool. I've not actually played uh, Unlimited.
0: You can get it on Steam.
1: Yeah, I may do that.
0: Which is where you really should be playing it since you can actually type things in.
1: I actually didn't finish the first Scribblenauts. I found that some of its physics was a bit ropey.
0: I just found it incredibly boring, but mm. Scribblenauts Unlimited is actually quite interesting with the way the levels are laid out. I Can't remember specifics now because I haven't played it in such a long time, but I remember enjoying it and mm. thinking, "Oh, this is the first time they've actually got it right."
1: Cool. In the first one, I found myself like building stuff, and then like the corner of it would hit a spike and explode or something <laughs> like that. Or you'd like, you know, like things things weren't reacting. Quite as intuitively as you'd expect in some cases. So, yeah, ScribbleNauts. Uh, great idea. Sort the physics out. They probably did sort the physics out for the, the second one, didn't they? Yeah. Third one. Third one. Oh, there's three now.
0: Yeah, one and two are on the DS, I think. No one bought ScribbleNauts, too.
1: Oh, That's a shame.
0: Like, everyone bought ScribbleNauts one on a promise. And it delivered that promise. But it didn't really matter. <laughs>
1: The promise being that it had every word you could ever think of. Yeah.
0: Which, Fair enough. Which is pretty much true. But then you realise that, oh, I actually don't care.
1: <laughs> You're like, oh, wow, I actually don't have enough imagination to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to come up with
0: stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've they unlimited for everything that isn't in there. There's a Steam Workshop um, I
1: remember I remember watching like promotional stuff for it, um where they were like, "You can type time travel and dinosaurs and zombies." And then when I got the game, I was like, "Time travel, zombies I've run out of things to type now. I can't think of things
0: <laughs> dinosaurs
1: Yeah, dinosaurs and my like my I couldn't come up with I, there must be hundreds of words that they've covered. My brain couldn't come up with them.
0: Cause it's not really that interesting to spawn a cabbage
1: No, I suppose not
0: Though In Scrivenauts Unlimited you can spawn an undead cabbage
1: I'm sh- I can imagine that would have a hundred uses
0: Is that a cabbage that was once alive it's died and now reanimated, or is it a cabbage for zombies?
1: I don't, I don't think zombies would eat cabbage I don't think it would be on their me- on their menu
0: Zombies are pretty much vegetables anyway to begin with
1: I guess so I think zombies eat brains mostly.
0: Cauliflower then.
1: So what what's been happening this week in the news? Exciting news time. Nothing. Rainbow, <laughs> Rainbow Drops News watch. News.
0: I don't know. That guy, that Tetris guy, that was my news for this week.
1: That Tetris guy.
0: Kevin D D R. Get him on YouTube. It's really good.
1: Is that his Screen name? Yeah, I assume he really
0: likes DDR.
1: (laughs) Yeah, his his surname isn't DDR, like D-double-E-D-double-E-A-R or something. No. That would be weird. He just really likes Dance Dance Revolution. Yes,
0: probably. Actually, I don't know if that's true. (laughs)
1: He's he's called DDR because he's indifferent about Dance Dance Revolution. (laughs) So one thing thing that happened in the news that I read on Twitter... Where I get all my news from. This guy from the House of Lords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> UK politics time. This guy from the House <laughs> of Lords.
0: <laughs> That's the UK politics jingle.
1: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, this guy basically was completely uninformed about... Gosh, I'm shocked. ...technology and the no. internet. No. I can't remember the exact quote, but he basically said that... Um, terrorists are using Snapchat and WhatsApp.
0: Well, I didn't know about the story, but you did helpfully mention it to me at some point, so I do have the exact quote for you. He said, Lord King of Bridgewater, which, to be honest, sounds like a video game bad guy. I don't
1: it's... understand how you can be a lord and a king.
0: Is a lord king something different from a normal lord? I don't know. Or is he lord well, of But There's regular
1: lord and then there's the king lord. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings movie so his quote was I'm not a tweeter but we've got Facebook we've got Twitter the other day somebody tried to explain to me what WhatsApp is somebody tried to explain to me about Snapchat but my lords I don't know about them what's absolutely clear th- is that the terrorists and the jihadists do and the understanding is actually that ISIS and part of their amazing advance across Syria and Iraq is that their communication was so good and the way they kept together was entirely due to one or other of the last two systems that I mentioned. So what he's doing there (laughs) is he's saying the only reason why ISIS are having any effect at all and any success in their actions is that they managed to download WhatsApp and Snapchat.
1: I mean, what the terrorists (laughs) should understand is that I think WhatsApp's shutting its service down (laughs) So they... They need to switch to something else.
0: Well, they're just going to use Snapchat const- constantly, so all their communication is just going to be a set of really bad selfies.
1: I mean, they should probably try Facebook Messenger. That would be that would be my <laughs> recommendation. I mean, this so this guy, admittedly, like he admits he, that he does I, not understand.
0: Someone tried to technology. Explain. Someone tried to explain WhatsApp to him, and he still didn't understand. Yeah, explain WhatsApp to me.
1: It's an instant messaging program.
0: Oh, I don't understand. <laughs>
1: you send messages to people. What's a message? You, you write a What's message. What's people? I don't know what that is. Help. <laughs> you can't say, I totally do not understand something, but I know that terrorists are using it. I mean,
0: I'm not going to point out that obviously this guy's a conservative, but of course he's a conservative. <laughs> it's one in a long line of things in which the conservative party do not understand anything about technology but t- t-
1: terrorism, right? I mean, needless to say, terrorists aren't using Snapchat. And WhatsApp.
0: Snapchat?
1: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's what they were like. Surely they'd just be like sending pictures of their genitals to each other. That's their way of communicating.
0: So they send each other like little briefings as like 10 second videos <laughs> that then self destruct automatically. What was that? Did he say going to the west or the east? I can't replay it back, it's gone forever. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's... It's total... It's total bullshit. But the worst part is, the guy just admits how ignorant he is about something. And that he... he He's not well-informed enough to have any kind of insight into this.
0: But is he talking in the House of Lords? Because he is, isn't he? He's addressing the Lords in the House of Lords. I believe so, yeah. But what I love is the way he starts out with... Got Twitter got facebook don't use those but have you heard of whatsapp and snapchat what's what is his point there why does he start with twitter and stuff that's fine twitter and facebook are fine western it's basically saying
1: twitter and facebook i can just about deal with yeah just
0: about deal with that
1: but snapchat snap snapchat and whatsapp is way way beyond my level of comprehension therefore everyone else's comprehension as well and that must be where the terrorists are lurking.
0: Maybe it's because Snapchat is pictures, and that he still hasn't upgraded from the wireless to the television. So the concept the of wireless radio, the concept of pictures, is alien to him. Maybe. I mean,
1: oh, who do we have running this country? Oh,
0: his surname is King. He's not the Lord King oh, of Bridgewater. he's, Lord, he's King. Lord King of Bridgewater.
1: That's the. That's the best name ever.
0: It is. It's fucking squandered on him, isn't it? Or even better, he was the UK Defence Minister from nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety two.
1: Oh god, it gets worse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you'd think if someone had been the defence minister at some point, then he would at least try to understand technology and the way a phone might or might not use it. Instead of terrorist what's that?
1: god. I mean it says everything you need to know about our government's approach to cyber warfare. Whatever other labels you want to put on it.
0: Cyber warfare looks a lot like an episode of Reboot.
1: Like, like Cameron recently wanted to block or ban all encryption. <laughs> all encryption across the whole web. See,
0: it's hilarious that because it's just a perfect example of not understanding technology because mm. it's something that is impossible.
1: Yeah, let's, let's list the ways in which that is done. First of all, all of the experts have disagreed and said that this is a dumb idea. It, regardless of that, decided he would go to the press and announce that he was going to do this. So,
0: he, so he, must have not be, he must have not consulted anybody. He must have not spoken to anybody. I can only imagine that someone maybe in a throwaway st- thing said to us, like, well, you see, it's difficult to get access to what they're saying because it's all encrypted. So we then immediately turned that into... So you got the
1: wrong end of the stick Mm. and just ran with that.
0: Oh, encryption is our enemy, clearly.
1: (laughs) So number two, it's impossible. It's impossible (laughs) to ban all encryption. Because, well, first of all, there's so much of our daily lives that that rely on encryption technology. All of e-commerce relies on being able to encrypt card details. All of our secure communications uh rely on encryption, you know the, the 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 country could not run without encryption.
0: I say we ban encryption for conservative MPs.
1: <laughs> and what's more, lots of like no other country would do this. So you would have to, you would have to somehow stop people from using things coming from other countries that were using encryption. You know, you wouldn't be able to use other other countries' e-commerce websites and things like that. Any 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 technology that involved encryption would have to be blocked from sale in this country and things like that. It's ridiculous.
0: It gets funny when people were, were saying, oh my god, they want to ban encryption. That's so dumb, that's so dumb. But really, it's a non-story. Because it is so impossible that it's just a throwaway thing that he said. That you didn't understand what he was saying.
1: Well, it's a story because it just shows how oh, yeah. gross incompetence, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, another another reason... That it's dumb is because it wouldn't help. No, because it would make things worse. It would just it would just make things unnecessarily confusing and awkward for for everyday people, you know, law-abiding citizens. And then the would... terrorists would just use yeah. encryption anyway.
0: Not just that as well. It would make internet crime easier because you then have access to everyone's unencrypted stuff. <laughs> Exactly. Which you can
1: then use for all manner of nefarious deeds. It would just make it easier for, for law-abiding people to become the victims of crime. The cr- criminals are still going to continue breaking laws. You can't just add more laws to stop crime. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. So, yeah. it's it's It makes you laugh, doesn't it?
0: You have to laugh, otherwise one cries. Hmm. I think they should just ban the internet. They'll just get it over and well, done with. When the,
1: when the, when the, there were uh, the riots in London uh, and all over the country, Cameron's response was to ban Twitter and BlackBerry Messenger. Yeah, it was
0: BlackBerry Messenger specifically, wasn't it?
1: It was it was Facebook and BlackBerry Messenger, sorry, because apparently those were being used to organise the riots.
0: In BlackBerry Messenger's example; it's encrypted, mm. like Skype is.
1: I think it was peer was it peer to peer or something like that? Yeah. Made it more difficult There's to There's a
0: number of reasons why you can't track it very well. Made
1: it more difficult to snoop on. <laughs> I mean like the the knee jerk reaction is to take the liberty of, of communication away.
0: It's not a problem anymore because no one has BlackBerries now, so <laughs> they've banned themselves out of the market.
1: Ugh oh, It's it's terrible. Yeah, ban ban the whole internet. Just don't don't let people talk to each other. Take the telephone away, because you don't want people making calls to each other. No. Who knows what they could organise? You should
0: only be allowed to talk to another person with a the policeman there to see it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes, you gotta you got to flag down a policeman off the street and bring him into your house, and he can stand there and listen to you order a pizza, just in case you're ordering chemical weapons <laughs> from Domino's.
0: Wait, how strong are those chilies? <laughs> you can <combine> buy those with.
1: <laughs> I'll have the atomic hot one, please. With extra uranium. Can
0: you imagine if some pizza place had food that was cold, stuff like that, and every time someone made an order, flagged
1: up A SWAT team bu- yeah, burst in.
0: Burst
1: Atomic what now?
0: Can I have a bomb the airport pizza, please? <laughs> I, I want to end up with some serious hot wings.
1: <laughs> I'll have the, uh, the nail bomb curry, please.
0: Oh, God. I'm going to get so arrested for this podcast.
1: I know, right? Someone could be listening right now.
0: There's no chance of that happening.
1: Did you see that thing online where it was, like, someone had supposedly found, like, the list of keywords that the NSA were using to find kind of terrorists and things like that? And it was things like, bomb, and... (laughs) I don't know, there's, a, there's this list of words like bomb and anthrax and terrorism. And so, Nine
0: out of ten terrorists agree that anthrax is the bomb.
1: And somebody somebody set up like a, a link where if you clicked it, it just googled for all those words <laughs> at the same time to put you on the NSA watch list. <laughs> That's wonderful. That was fantastic.
0: I want to find that list now.
1: <laughs> this is from ages ago, I mean, this is going back a while. Oh
0: well, yeah, here's the list, yeah. Some choice words from this list, like dictionary, sweeping, ionosphere, and scully. Scully? Scully.
1: (laughs) Oh no, they're onto us. (laughs) They've found the real X-Files that exist.
0: Not allowed to search for Capricorn. Wank. The phrase beyond (laughs) hope. 2600 Magazine.
1: The number just the number three is on that list. <laughs> I don't think you can even Google for that. I don't think Google will let you Google for the number three. there's
0: individual letters as well. C A B D is every letter in this list too.
1: Sixty nine is on there. The number oh, sixty nine. Sweet. Someone Googled, I'm in I'm on that list. Someone Google for sixty nine. Terrorist. Bubba
0: the love sponge. What? On this list is the phrase Bubba the love sponge. Is
1: that is that a code word or something? Is that Does that mean Dirty Bomb?
0: It's the third member of the (laughs) X-Files.
1: This is a ridiculous list.
0: The hat character is on here. Which, of course, as we know, is a terrorist character. Oh,
1: you mean, yeah, the the carrot, the little upwards arrow.
0: Yeah, is on the
1: list. How, what, how does that... Terrorism? Dollar sign. Oh, well, if you're looking for dollars, then... (laughs) Obviously, you're a terrorism. Is this list fake? Obviously, you're a terrorism.
0: Is this list real?
1: I don't know. I mean, the idea that they just have a list of keywords to search for amuses me. <laughs> like, like, can they not do any better than that?
0: Keep an eye on Bubba the Love Sponge.
1: <laughs> Casey tries anything.
0: Right, uh, I can't be asked for this anymore.
1: <laughs> is, that how, is that how you're ending <laughs> yeah. this, this episode? The difficult second episode. So difficult. You just, you, that's it. You just, I can't be bothered anymore. <laughs> Press stop on the recorder. <laughs> Let's end this. I
0: think so.
1: No, we need, we need to do our chirpy outro. You start. So I've been Mark.
0: No, you didn't. You try this last time. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not doing this cheesy garbage <laughs> that you keep trying to make me do. It's not. It's not who I'm about.
1: Okay, well we I keep
0: it real. <laughs> <laughs> Can you not see my baseball cap?
1: Well, we've we've had a lovely day,
0: boys and girls. Boys and
1: girls, <laughs> we've learnt some new things, mostly about video games mm-hmm.
0: and other things that we wish we didn't know.
1: But now, Fiona is waving goodbye. Bye-bye. It's time to to pack up and go to sleep. It's time to be tucked in with your mug of cocoa.
0: And my Wii U tablet.
1: And bickies (laughs) and your your Wii U tablet.
0: Bayonetta shall send me to sleep. And I will dream dreams of long-legged ladies.
1: (laughs) With guns in their heels. Oh, it's so good. (laughs)
0: it was a bit right at the start of the game where they throw four guns to her she grabs two with her hands and then the other two are coming at her so she just flips up and they attach to her legs because <laughs> that's where <laughs> guns go
1: apparently so well thanks for listening everybody
0: Bye. bye I've got to edit this